Hey friends, Hannah here with the Practically Well podcast, where I will be bringing you amazing holistic guests to educate, inspire, and empower you to live your healthiest, fullest life in a practical way. As an acupuncturist and coach, I believe that the mind and body are deeply connected and that when we can tap into these natural reservoirs within ourselves and heal, anything is possible. So it is my goal to bring you a variety of transformative topics and practices to the table in a simple, digestible way so that you can break down old barriers, seek out new holistic methods, and up-level your mindset and life so that you can get wherever you want to go. It is all in your hands, and I'm here to be your guide. So let's get started. Hey, it's Meredith Therian, aka Fitness NYC, here to tell you that I am now offering personal training sessions virtually. You no longer have to be a New York City resident to get customized workouts tailored to your goals and your needs. Specializing in pre-postnatal and women's fitness. Build confidence, boost your mood, and maybe even bust a move. Check the website at fitness-nyc.com. That's F-I-T-M-I-S-S dash nyc dot com. Hey friends, and welcome to another beautiful day on the Practically Well podcast. Today, I have my good friend, Matt Balducci on the show to talk about a topic that I know we can all relate to, the concept of stress. So in today's conversation, we're going to be diving into the biology behind stress, the concept called hormesis, and specific practices and empowering knowledge we can put into play to set ourselves up for success, both in business and in deeper wellness overall. So Matt is a proud husband and father of two cuties. He has been an entrepreneur for about 15 years, owning multiple businesses, and currently he coaches owner operators and franchise owners to help them decrease their hours and increase their income. Matt's true passion is helping people control their stress to live high performing and fulfilling lives. And I'm so excited to bring his expertise to the table. So let's welcome him to the show. Welcome, Matt. (laughs) Thank you, Hannah. I really appreciate you inviting me and I think we're going to have some fun today. So I think we are talking so much fun talking about stress. <laughs> oh yeah. Now it's funny. I just did yesterday. I did a webinar for, I think it was like 30 or 40 uh, franchisees on stress management. So this will be, this is perfect. So I got to practice again on them and then you know, perfect. To share, share with your audience. So love it. Love it. Awesome. So to get us started, I'd love it if you could tell the audience a little bit about your background in wellness and in entrepreneurship as well. And what just led you to where you are today? Awesome. No, I appreciate it. Yeah. So I uh, grew up uh, in Chicago, which I'm actually sitting in right now. I know with Yay. like a virtual backdrop that you guys all see. Um, <laughs> but the um, I grew up here, played a lot of sports growing up, been a high performer, you know, most of my career uh, and, um, you know, balanced a lot of things just through high school, college and, and, and so on, and really was able to learn how to time manage and uh, what ended up happening is I ended up starting my first company at 19. And then, the, you know, from an entrepreneur standpoint, I've been, you know, owning and, and operating businesses for most of my career. Um, and uh, then I uh, had a successful exit in 2018 with a home improvement business. And then I uh, went back into the corporate world to help scale a couple businesses. That's how you and I actually met, which is yep. uh, kind of cool. 
but from a health and wellness standpoint, what really kind of triggered that was about, it's crazy now to think, but about five years ago, uh, I had my, my, uh, my wife and I had our son or she was, I can't remember if she was pregnant or we just had Nolan. Mm-hmm. And he was, uh, once he was born, I uh, looked in the mirror and I was uh, relatively overweight, uh, pretty stressed out. I was had, had some uh, biological things going on that I couldn't really understand. And that was simply just because I was working 100 hours a week running a business and did not truly understand, you know, how to um, kind of control it. You know, I was, I was, I always took pride in being the guy, and this is for all the guys out there, mm-hmm. uh, being the guy who, you know, can put weight on their shoulders and run with it. And, and when I say that, I'm talking metaphorically, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, and, um, you know, and, and over time, it just led to, you know, being, being overweight and not, not taking care of myself from a mental health standpoint and from a physical standpoint. So I, um, jumped into the world of health and wellness pretty uh, aggressively, which is how I do anything. And I started reading a bunch of books and, and I was trying to diagnose my own problem, you know, uh, which I don't recommend people do. I recommend they go seek professionals. uh, Mm -hmm. And um, so the benefit of it though, was I got really uh, crazily in shape. um, And through that, um, I started realizing that it wasn't all about just weightlifting and eating healthy. It was actually about sleep, stress management, being able to really go and enjoy your day and understand kind of how to be fulfilled and happy just in that kind of environment. And so, um, you know, that's kind of, and I do have two little ones at home, like you said, and I, uh, you know, they are super cute. Uh, so anybody out there that are parents currently, you know, obviously with uh, the uh, COVID and the coronavirus and all that kind of stuff that just happened. I feel you. I know, um, you know, things can get busy. So we're uh, today we can talk a lot about kind of that, but that's just kind of a real quick background. <laughs> so. Awesome. No, that's, that's so great. And I appreciate you sharing that because I think a lot of people can relate to, you know, especially high performers or people who are super passionate about what they do. You can just go find yourself going pedal to the metal all the time. And while you might be having success in your business, you're feeling, you know, something's got to give. And obviously perfect balance isn't necessarily a realistic thing. There's always, you know, there's sometimes it's going to be more about work. Sometimes it's going to be more about family or about health. But that being said, you want to have as close to balance or, you know, having space for all, all of the important things in your life. Otherwise you will look in the mirror and say, Whoa, things have changed, or you will see those signs of burnout. And, you know, it's, it's so important to not wait until that happens to start investing in, multiple places in your life, work, business, family, self-care, all of those things. Um, So I'm curious, like what got you, obviously personal experience got you involved in learning about stress management, but was there anything else specifically that like piqued your interest and how would you say this practice and information has really served you in your life thus far? Yeah, so I think, you know, the coolest part was I was able to, in 2019, to give two TEDx talks on, on this topic. And Um, You know, one of them was um, very much focused on um, kind of reversing biological aging. Um, Now, Mm -hmm. again, still believe in that. um, And I've done a lot of research on, you know, on that right now. I'm actually, uh, I will be very transparent with the audience in uh, 2020 when COVID hit. I uh, was funny, I made a promise that I wasn't going to let myself lose my habits, but I did. And and uh, actually, over the last month, my I recouped basically some of the habits I had in 2017, 2018 that led me to be pretty much at peak performance and everything from a physical, mental, and everything. And I'm 
feeling really awesome. It's uh, interesting Good. how your body snaps, as you know, Hannah, like mm-hmm. snap back in a hurry. And it's only been, I think, three and a half weeks. And, and I've, uh, you know, uh, it's just in terms of biologically, it's just, it's insane how quickly things can improve. So, but um, kind of to go back to your question, yeah. you know, for me, it, it came down to, I, I just, couldn't have been the only one, I guess, was really what happened to me is I just realized mm-hmm. that, uh, I thought I, you know, and I think sometimes as humans, we, we really are egocentric, right? We, mm-hmm. we, really, we, we think our world is the only world that's going on. And, and it's hard to fight that because as humans, it's what we, that's how we survive, right? Is that we need to know, okay, we got to eat, we got to eat, we got to take care of ourselves. And, and, but then we also live in a world now today where, you know, the message out there is make sure you're taking care of everyone and everything. And, you know, it's mm-hmm. a responsibility to, you know, help the world. And, and it really is, it really is. But first you have to put, and I hate to use this analogy because I know it's uh, one of those uh, kind of cliches, but you got to put the air mask on yourself when you're on, you know, something would have happened on an airplane, same concept. Mm-hmm. And you need to be, put yourself in a good position mentally, physically. So that way, then you can then go give as much as you possibly can, whether that is financially as well, you know, mm-hmm. so, um, and so I, I just realized that I couldn't have been the only one. And I think, uh, and I'm coming more from the male perspective, obviously, cause I, you know, that's who, that's who I am, yeah. <laughs> but, but, you know, for, for the guys out there that are listening, or maybe, you know, your, your husband or your boyfriend or, you know, some, someone in your life, maybe you have a friend that's a male and, you know, they're, they're the quintessential man up, right. You know, don't, you know, obviously all the things that we've heard as, as children, don't be a PU, you know, blah, blah, blah. blah. (laughs) And, um, and you know, those messaging, that message, those messaging, um, I guess, mechanisms are just really bad for, for guys as a whole in the male community, because it's uh, brainwashed us to not take care of ourselves mentally. So, and not to tell people what's going on. And so, um, at first I was manning up, you know, (laughs) that you got to do to man up and, just not telling anybody about it. You know, I was just working hard and, and, you know, where I come from is pretty lower socioeconomic status. So I was doing well financially on the outside and business. And, and uh, so everyone just assumed that, you know, I was living the dream and, and in reality, it was, you know, exterior on the outside, it was phenomenal, but uh, what was going on, you know, just internally, and I didn't even know it until I started seeing the signs physically Mm-hmm. Um, I just was not very satisfied, happy, or, you know, biologically happy. So, yeah, um. <laughs> no, and it's, it's it, what I've found, you know, with my clients, with myself, I'm sure you can relate to this. You know, it's, if you're not taking care of the inside, the outside will never be sustainable long-term. And that's what burnout comes from, right? Like we, we have to take care of this body, this meat suit <laughs> that we inhabit so that our souls can go out and do all the work and the connection and the business building and the caring for other people as well as ourselves, but it all starts right here. So that's, that's amazing that you have, you know, been on this journey and now are, you know, continuing on, but can look at it from that other side and say, you know, this is where I've come from. This is what I've accomplished. And now I can, you know, continue to share this and educate people so they can get there too. Yeah, no, I'm, I, I love it. I mean, from a, it's interesting because I think, again, we're, we're, we're a weird animal, right? We <laughs> yep. And uh, we, because our brains are so evolved and we can think for ourselves and we can communicate really well and we can make decisions and we have this ability to do things that other animals can't do. 
we forget that we're animals and, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, I know, you know, you being an acupuncturist, Hannah, and obviously a health coach, you, you know, you definitely have a bunch of knowledge. And by the way, Hannah's the best acupuncturist ever, but, um, <laughs> but the, um, plug. thanks Matt. <laughs> you're welcome. So, but, um, but yeah, so the, the interesting part about it though, is that from that standpoint is once you start truly understanding, you know, that your brain is an organism, your body is your gut, you know, um, what you put into your body, how, you know, just standing outside in the sun, going for a walk, physical movement, um, just sm- I hate to say it, but sitting out the whole cliche of smelling the flower, you know, roses smelling, yeah. the flower, right? just taking a minute, meditating, sitting outside, enjoying the breeze. Like today's I'm in Chicago and today's like 65 degrees after this, I'm going to go sit outside in the backyard and take my shoes off, put my feet in the grass and just enjoy. Right? Me too. That's actually <laughs> yeah. my plan for after this too. Cause it's yes. 75 here today. And I, Oh my God, it just, and, and I think it comes back to like remembering that we're animals and active, just activating our senses, like from a biological standpoint, activating our senses and dropping back into our bodies and connecting with ourselves physically, mentally, emotionally, just, I feel like at least for me, and I'm sure you agree, like it reminds me of what's important and what I need to do to best take care of myself. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. agree. I agree. Um, so I'd love for, to, you know, speaking about biological things and concepts, um, you have, I I know when we worked together, you talked about the uh, concept of hormesis. And I remember the first time you talked to me about it, I was like, what is he talking about? I've never heard of that before. Should I have, I don't know. Um, so I know that we've talked about it a little outside of here and I really knew nothing about it beforehand. And so, you know, for listeners who, are new to the concept completely, or maybe they only know a little bit. Um, I'd love for you to speak on that concept and in terms of, you know, what it is and how we can use that concept and that information to our advantage when it comes to health and wellness and mind body connection. Awesome. Yeah. So the big thing with hormesis is that most people don't know that what it means. And I, I learned this a handful of years ago because I got really into the concept of stress. And this is kind of, you know, I guess a good segue in the, you know, the, the concept of stress management. But here's the problem with stress management is that it's a myth. Um, you can't mm-hmm. really manage stress. What you can do, though, is you can, you know, create systems around systems and structures that allow for you not to be as stressed out as, you know, the traditional person. Because um, just to kind of give, before I give kind of talk on hormesis, most people don't realize that stress is actually a good thing. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of times people think that stress is all bad. There's actually good and bad stress and the good stress is hormesis, which we'll go into, but the bad stress is chronic stress, which is where most people are living in, in today's world. And this is a stat from 2019 when there wasn't a virus on a pandemic and all the things going on, which is 44% of Americans live in a state of chronic stress. And just wow. the, it's crazy right like that's almost one out of every two people in a yeah. so um what that looks like for most people from a biological standpoint is that's as if a lion is literally in your brain you think there's an animal standing in your office about to attack you all day long even when you're sleeping and that's freaky because your body can never uh, re- re- relax can never go from the sympathetic uh, nervous system to the parasympathetic nervous system and mm-hmm. just relax right and that's what creates the issues that we're seeing in the world, in my opinion. I think, honestly, you know, a lot of the issues we're seeing, the high levels of anxiety, depression, obesity. Um, yes, obviously, there's there's some other things that are related to that. But I do believe stress plays a huge role in all of that that's going on. And 
we should be living in a less stressful world because we have technology. We have, we can do this right now. Yeah. Um, you're in Baltimore. Um, but actually what's taken place is because of all the technology as humans, we haven't evolved fast enough to understand how to actually utilize it the right way. Uh, we're just kind of going off the seat of our pants here using this, this stuff and it's actually stressing us out even more. And so mm-hmm. I know I just want a little mini tangent there on that, but <laughs> no, I love it. I love it. It's stuff people need to hear, <laughs> um, but you know, and we can get into that, uh, but hormesis kind of back to the original question, you know, hormesis itself is basically a small doses of stress equal amazing biological benefits. And so what people don't understand is that like I take cold shower, I've been taking cold showers every single morning for the last five years. Um, and you know, I've, you know, really coached myself that at the end of a shower, um, you just turn off, turn it, turn it down to as cold as you can. You let it nail you in the head. It's going to suck. It's going to burn. <laughs> you know, you're going to hate it. But then as soon as you turn off that water, you are going to feel euphoric. And the reason is, is your body just flipped into a flight or flight response. And then it actually comes back out. And now you're in rest and digest mode. And now your body's actually like, feeling really good because it's supposed to, it's just like going to the gym, weightlifting, you're tearing your stress muscle and you're allowing yourself to become more stress resilient long-term. And so, um, so I, I, I preach a lot on, you know, cold showers or cold therapy. Um, I have a sauna coming actually this week. I'm going to, nice. oh. I'm excited. It's my, it's been one of my goals. Uh, but we, since we were in transition from where we were moving, I, uh, I had to make the decision to wait, but It'll be here, I think, next week. And then I'm going to have a friend come over, help me install it in my basement. <laughs> so, awesome. Um, I mean, using temperature therapy, whether it's heat for sweating out toxins or cold for, you know, flipping that on and off switch for the nervous system to kind of reactivate things, it's our bodies respond to temperature and it can elicit amazing biological changes. So I love that you mentioned that. Yeah, because and just kind of on that set on that note, Anna, is is a lot of people don't realize the importance of uh, cold and, and, and hot therapy, right? And mm-hmm. I, you know, before the virus hit and before all saunas got shut down at all the gyms, uh, you know, nationwide or whatever, uh, I was in the sauna five days a week uh, for at least 15 minutes each time. And some people, my wife thought I was nuts, you know, but mm-hmm. it was, it became a, res, you know, a habit for me where I needed it. And mm-hmm. what it allows for is you to clean out, you hit it on the head, it cleans out your toxins. And we're not going to get into too much of that because there's a lot of really cool benefits, but mm-hmm. you know, just the sauna alone and getting rid of some of those toxins just in general, like we, you said it, you're cleaning your side, your inside out, right? You're mm-hmm. actually it out of your body. And when you get those toxins and all the things we touch and eat and put into our bodies and we experience throughout the day, then your, your brain actually, you, you, you get a more efficient brain. You're actually more productive. You get better sleep. Um, your sex drive goes up. Uh, there's so many things that happen. Testosterone for males skyrockets, which again, we're in a world right now where uh, males are having lower and lower testosterone. It's, mm. it's scary. And this is, we don't, we don't need to go on this tangent, but <laughs> scary because what's happening. And I, my wife just told me the study that they're saying that by 2050, uh, most males will not be able to reproduce children, right? Oh my and, gosh. Uh, freaky, freaky stuff. Wow. Because, yeah, and is it because of stress-related stuff that's lowering testosterone levels? It's everything actually. Yeah, so that's I'm sure. Everything. It's all the toxins, all the food, the uh, processed food we're eating, um, stress levels, but also in general, um, you know, we are not made for, as humans, we're not necessarily made to do what we're doing right now. And so, 
I'm hoping that with the virus hitting that more people now understand that work is important and you should have a purpose. You should make money. You should go, you know, do build businesses or whatever it is, but you got to slow down sometimes and take time and make sure that you're adding into your life things that, you know, give you real purpose, you know, mm -hmm. and, and real purpose is a difference than, you know, going and making a paycheck. Right. Yeah. And so, um, but, uh, but yeah, so hormesis in general, there's a million different forms. You got cold showers, asana, intermittent fasting, weightlifting, running, anything where you can give yourself a shock to your body. Uh, we won't go into this too much today, but psilocybin, uh, you know, potential LSD, um, you know, you can do, you know, psychedelics and things like that as well. Um, and that can also give you a state of hormesis um, that will help your brain. And it's been proven for most people that are um, having depression and anxiety that it's, that's helping as well. So, yeah. And isn't it so cool that there's so many different ways out there to stimulate this? Because I know for some people, like for myself, I I've tried the cold shower thing before. And as an acupuncturist, I, I never want to do cold showers in the winter because I'm like, there's so much cold outside. You don't want to put too much cold into your body. And, you know, you don't want to put too much heat in, in the summer. Right. And with that being said, there's so many options out there and terms of how to utilize this. And when you're doing it for short stints, like a couple seconds of a cold shower or 15 minutes in a sauna or, you know, intermittent fasting for, you know, a couple of days or a week or however you see fit, it is not like a permanent change in your life unless you want it to be, but it, it is like activating. It's like switching the light on and off to help your body, remind your body of where it can be and, and what it needs to do to return to a place of homeostasis and health. Boom. And the scariest part, Anna, is that we actually don't stress ourselves out enough. So I know we're Ooh, talking- say more. <laughs> I know we are talking about that we live in, most people live in a state of chronic stress, but we don't do the things that we're meant to do as animals. Like it sounds nuts, but just go lifting something heavy, right? Like- <laughs> yeah. It's, it sounds crazy, but like obviously going into the gym and lifting weights, but if you don't want to go to the gym, I'm talking legitimately find something in your house that's heavy and just pick it up, <laughs> pick it up for a couple of times. Right. And yeah. it's pretty interesting because if you really, and again, going down a handful of rabbit holes here, but, <laughs> um, yeah, so, but um, if we go back in time to ancestral days and we didn't have all the things we have, right? So we didn't have the luxuries to sit on our couch and watch TV at night, right? So we were mm -hmm. building our tents, we were living, you know, and, and creating our habitats. We all had our roles, um, you know, hunters and gatherers and all of those mm -hmm. different things. And, and you know, again, from a standpoint of male, for males specifically, you know, we were out there climbing things, lifting things, walking, you know, and that was what our, our kids grew up doing. Um, they got to watch their, their quote unquote dad and, and, and community and tribes and, and whatnot. And that's what they grew up doing is just playing outside. And with the, especially with what just happened last year, where it was, you know, quarantine, 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 it, it you know, my biggest fear is that people aren't going to be able to snap back out and get back out of their mm -hmm. shell. But obviously what I also think is going to happen is we're going to see a huge influx of people traveling and, and doing some good stuff, but um, but that would be the thing is we don't, we just don't stress ourselves out enough. That's why jumping into a two minute cold shower and it's horrible, but it's two minutes of your day. Yeah. It's just craziness. And again, I do believe what you said is if it's freaking negative 10 degrees outside, then <laughs> just go, just go jump <laughs> just outside. Just have a, a lukewarm or a warm shower. Yeah. Or just, just go, go jump, jump outside. <laughs> 
Let's go jump. Now, I will tell people that even when it's negative 10, I still take a cold shower, but that's just, that's a whole nother topic, which is habit formation. And, yeah, and yeah. Habits, but, um, well, and I think it's also about listening to your intuition too. And like, if you feel like your body is craving something like a two minute cold shower, listen to that intuition. Cause you know, I say this, I say this all the time. I'll say it again here. Like your body is wise and knows what it needs. And so if you listen to it and follow through on that and make it into a habit that your body craves and, and makes it feel better. Why not do it? I'm in agreement. I'm in agreement. Yeah. I think it's just cool, but yeah, stress as a whole is an interesting thing, but what, um, what you can do from a stress standpoint, you know, and again, I, you know, I, I work with a lot of entrepreneurs daily and, you know, one of the things I notice is that a lot of times because of the nature of being a business owner, you're a business owner, Hannah. So mm-hmm. it's, that it's very, it's pretty stressful because you're, you know, traditionally speaking, if you do have an employee, if you're more traditional business, you have employees or whatnot, you're trying to, you know, generate revenue so you can then go pay them and you're taking care of your clients. And there's a fire every, you know, there's a fire typically daily. Right. And what I specialize in with my coaching is actually how to either delegate and eventually remove those things that need to take place where you don't like to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and being in your creative, you know, being in, in your zone. So like for myself, you know, as an owner, I'm not the most operational sound person, but obviously I can do it because I'm a winner and I want to win. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, though, it would, that stuff caused me more mental stress when I was having to make decisions operationally. So I had to build my business to a size to where that I can bring on somebody who can do that for me. And that was their special. Yeah delegate to someone. Yeah. So you can focus your genius on what your genius is. (laughs) Exactly. Got it. So, but yeah, so that, you know, from that standpoint, it's when I see people running around with their heads cut off and they're putting out fires and, you know, and that, and they're not slowing down and taking breaths um, Mm -hmm. and and actually planning the plan and and do the things that you need to do. What you're going to see is burnout happen. 95% 95% of the time, and you can actually see it happening in advance before it takes place. And so, yeah, so that actually, I, I was thinking of a question I wanted to ask you and you just perfectly led me into it. So thank you. Um, I was going to say, so for the, the bad kind of stress that we don't want to be having in our lives as often, what sorts of physiological cues can like help someone know they're in a stress response or they're approaching burnout or in burnout? Like, what does that look like? So people can recognize it. Yeah, so there, there's a quite quite a lot actually, and that's um, so I'll give maybe a handful of things yeah, yeah. That I see. Um, and so for a lot of people, your skin itself um, typically can tell you can tell a lot that's going on. So like when I'm living in an unhealthy world, um, you know, I typically you know have a little bit more acne. Uh, my skin's not as smooth. Um, you know, I'm more inflamed, right? Inflammation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and typically what that means is that my sleep has not been in quality. And and here's the scariest part about all these different mechanisms that create stress. And you can see in your body is that they actually affect everything. So they affect Mm -hmm. it. And then the problem is, is when your sleep's affected, then your mental energy is affected. Then when your mental energy is affected, your sleep's affected. Then you're, (laughs) you're, you're hungry. You're more hungry than you usually are. So then you go eat more food. Um, and then you pick the cookie versus the uh, donut, or I mean, the well, I guess cookies would be good, but you pick the Not cookie eating donuts. <laughs> versus the uh, chicken, you know, and, and what ends up happening is that you, you know, physically speaking, a couple of things happen, you know, I'm, I'm a big fan of looking at your skin, I think, you know, acupuncturists as well can oh, yeah. uh, relate to that, but 
Um, the, the other, and I, and I, and I'm not an expert on that, that kind of stuff. I know you are Hannah with, you know, it was cool when I learned about, you know, the tongue and, you know, all mm-hmm. that stuff that you were talking about. And I don't know if you've ever done an episode on that, but I think that would be cool. there's going to be a whole slew of acupuncture episodes, <laughs> not to worry. <laughs> I think that for listeners, man, that it's, it's the cool. And Hannah was explaining, I was like, that is freaky. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, and I think that, you know, as an animal, again, back in the day, you know, if you were thinking about it, there weren't, weren't really mirrors, right? You know, there weren't really, um, so you would ask, you would have someone else be seeing you and they, hopefully they would say, Hey, what's going on? You know, you're not looking well, right? Um, mm-hmm. Me, it sounds crazy, but the un- more stressed I am and, and typically um, the more unhealthy I am, I lose hair. I, I'm not supposed to be bald. Um, I, I got a genetic test done and mm-hmm. actually not my dad is bald, but I'm not supposed to be bald, but I'm bald. I bald, uh, started balding and that was simply because of stress, just stress. So like little things that you can start noticing. Um, and again, poor sleep, waking up uh, exhausted, even if you get quote unquote, you know, nighttime sleep. Um, I think, you know, again, just, you know, your body being restless. Uh, Typically, that's a sign that you need to go run, you should go do something physical. Um, Mm -hmm. But, uh, but outside of that, I mean, you know, if you're just, you know, if you are depressed, right, I was again, obviously, depression is a huge issue these days. But, um, and everyone's different. And depression is real for the people out Mm -hmm. there. It's real. Um, and, you know, you should go seek support, but, you know, obviously there's some, um, simpler ways before you do take medication. I'm not saying medication's bad. I know quite a few people use medication for depression and it's phenomenal for them, but you can reduce your, your depression just by eating healthier, you know, decreasing your stress, getting better sleep, uh, eating less sugar, um, really focus on some of those, those things. I I think that that would, that would in general, usually help a lot of folks. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so I know we talked about different tactics in regards to hormesis, but do you personally have any self-care stress, like bad stress management practices that you're like, these have been my go-tos. They're so effective here. They are. Yeah. So I do think that, you know, from a structural standpoint, we are creatures of habit. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, again, COVID and I can't hate to keep bringing up COVID, but COVID threw a wrench in most people's habits last year. Right. It changed the game. You know, it basically took us from, I was in a, in a phenomenal habit where I didn't miss the gym ever. And it was simply because it was part of my routine. I would drop the kids off at daycare, go to the, go to the gym, go to then get, you know, to my office and, and my home office. And, and, you know, I changed roles last year in the middle of the year and I was working in an office again, which I hadn't done in years. And, mm-hmm. you know, that changed up how I, you know, was able to function now I'm back to fully flexible remote, which is phenomenal. And I, I'm able to like, if I want, I can go jump downstairs on my rower, go do 10 minutes of rowing. I can go, you know, run to the gym when I want, I can go outside and do what we just talked about on ground. But I think, a couple things to, that I use. One is I'll talk more about like a stress budget. Um, mm-hmm. I think that it's uh, it's a very systematic tool that I use to control stress. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, but based on your kind of your question, Hannah, what I'm what I do is I just have a list of things daily that I know will and they're part of my habits. So I, I hate to say it, but a cold shower in the morning. Why do I? Have a, why did I pay almost two k for a for a sauna? Because there's no saunas for me to go to. And I know the power of a sauna. You can go research it. It's just absolutely oh, so <laughs> Yeah. 
sanity and I need it and I miss it. I miss the feeling of after a sun and you just feel clean, you know, and mm -hmm. it feels cleaner and it's just weird. And, and again, I, I you know, I'm not a scientist, so I don't, I, I can only explain from my level of experience, but the, that's the cool part. So a couple of things I do. One is I make sure that I lift heavy things every day. Um, every <laughs> day. So um, like yesterday, for instance, it was my day off, um, quote unquote, but I still went down and rode, rode for 10 minutes. I took a walk. Um, and again, for people out there that you're like, man, man, I'm busy. You know, I don't have that. It sounds like you're flexible. I have this time, you know, whatever. It doesn't have to be extremes. All these things are free. You don't need to go buy a rower. I'm talking about simply go for a walk daily, get in the sun, may, wake up half an hour early, go outside, mm -hmm. uh, go sit on your backyard, put your feet in the grass. Like me and Hannah just talked about going ground. Um, and there's, and again, all these things I mentioned, go research, go do your own research so you can understand why I'm, I'm pretty skeptical guy from this standpoint where I, I want to know, like, if you've talked to Matt Belducci when I was 20, that you would be like, you'd be the, I would have laughed at myself for saying I'm walking around barefoot in the, in the <laughs> but outside my, my mom, the other day was over. She's old school. I love you, mom. But she, <laughs> uh, my, me and my kids were barefoot because it was 60 degrees outside. And she's like, are you guys hippies? And I'm like, <laughs> and it made me laugh. Cause I'm like, and she's like, they're going to get sick. And I'm like, who told you that? Like, who told you that information? You know? Yeah. And I just asked her and she couldn't answer me. And it simply shows you what information has been put into people over the yeah. years. False, you know, versus I, I want my kids outside as much as possible, barefoot, climbing mm -hmm. things, running around. That's where they should be versus, you know, and, and here's the scary part. My son loves television and mm. the first thing he wants to do is jump in front of the TV. And we, we, you know, we, we, we're not the parents that are like, you know, you only watch TV at this time. But what we have done is we put ourselves in a position where after I pick them up from school, we go straight to the park, right? So that mm -hmm. way he doesn't even have that in his, in his, you know, in his face. Or we make we made a rule like, hey, once it's dark out, you can watch TV, right? So yeah, yeah. Forces you to forces you to play outside, and so, and then as a dad, it forces me to go play outside, which I love to do. Yeah. So, um, That's but awesome. but those are just, uh, you know, again, not necessarily just tools there, but the tool I use most, uh, it's, it's you could kind of call it a to do list. I call it a stress budget, and. For your listeners, Hannah, what I highly recommend people do is pull out a pen and paper. Um, and, you know, obviously we don't have a visual today on this podcast, but mm -hmm. just going to put a column on the top. First column is a stress. What's stressing you out? Okay. Second column is time. Third column is money. Fourth column is what is your ranking? So what do you rank it from a scale from one to a hundred? And then the last column, uh, actually, I'm sorry. Next column is control. Like, are you in control? And the last column is, you know, um, your action plan for it. So mm -hmm. Um, what I've learned, I learned this 10 years ago from a mentor of mine. I was, this was when I was in that crazy hundred hour work weeks uh, running around. I remember calling him crying. Um, and I was just like, man, like, dude, I don't know if I could keep running this business. This is insanity. Like I'm, mm -hmm. you know, I had like, you know, uh, a top sales guy quit on me that week. Then I had a painter. It was in home improvement. I had a painter uh, calling and threatening us. Um, I had, you know, and it was just like, this wild week of, and we, we were behind our projections. Um, and so, you know, he just said, all right, Matt, let's sit down and let's build this out. And he had a more simplified version, but I expanded on it because it made my life easier. And I recommend people just write out every single thing that they stress out about daily. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'm talking down to the minute detail. Maybe you might, you might be the person who stresses out what color shirt you're going to wear that day. Right. Mm -hmm. 
and it's like boom 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 and i and what i've learned is that you write it all out it could be anywhere from five to a hundred things that you're stressing out about okay yeah and some of them can be very small some of them can be very big right you might have a parent in the hospital right now right you might have just had someone pass away for um due to whatever so you know so what i do is i have everyone write that out the next column hannah is you know you got your stressor and then it's time or money so here's what I realized is that everything can be solved by time or money. So, <laughs> uh, so what you got to figure out is first and foremost, do you have the, if you have the financial finances to do this, um, you can typically buy your way out of some of your stressors, especially as an entrepreneur. If you have a good amount of profit or business coming in, you can have, hire people to do the things that you don't want to do and take that stress off your plate. Same mm -hmm. thing in real life. So I hate cutting the grass. Hate it. <laughs> wife wants me to I don't know if it's an old school thing where she just wants her husband out there like cutting the lawn I hate cutting the grass so um and so we uh the house we just moved into it's funny the uh we were, we're renting for a year we're hoping to wait the real estate market out we had a really good sale of our home in Maryland and uh we have a huge backyard and one of the selling points for me was that the owner of the home part of our lease if you will our year lease is that they have a uh somebody who cuts the grass for us. And I'm like, this Good. is my dream. Because <laughs> because the last time we hired a lawn care company, my wife and I probably argued for about a month about it because she's like, you should go cut the grass. And I'm like, I don't want to, right? Yeah. And it's very stressful. And then the grass gets bigger and bigger. And again, something minute that stresses Matt Belducci out, but for you, it could be something else. So all I recommend is you write this all out, time or money. So what I did with this grass cutting example, and I use this in my TED talk as well, is time-wise, you know, to cut up my old lawn, it'll take me about two hours. Uh, I think it was like two and a half hours a month. Okay. And I'm like, okay, two cuts a month, you know, during the summer, about an hour and 15 minutes each time. Um, all I had to do is say, okay, if I'm going to use that time, I'll go schedule in my life. And now it's off my plate, mm -hmm. but I hate it. So I, I figured out a hundred bucks. There you and, go. Yep hundred bucks, but, um, you know, I can pay it off. And so, um, same thing with, uh, you know, um, so blah, blah, blah. So that goes there. And then what you do after that is you want to figure out, is it in your control? Okay. Mm. Control. So what I found is a lot of people stress out Hannah about things. And I know I'm rambling here, but a lot of people stress out here about things that they don't have control over. And that's yep. the hardest one because, you, if you have zero control, you have to just sit there and go, okay, either I need to figure out how to take control of it or two, if I have no control, like hypothetically, if I'm going to use a little bit of a morbid example, say you have a parent in the hospital right now or a significant other in the hospital, you don't have any control over what happens at this point. You have all you can do. And it's hard to say that, but all you can do is meditate on it. You can, you know, mm -hmm. relax and, and just go yeah. or whatever you believe in take it, take it from me, you know? Well, so. and it's funny because in acupuncture school, one of the many things we I learned, and there's this phrase that always stuck with me. It was when you're forced with a situation like that, either take effective action or completely let it go. And obviously completely let it go can be a little challenging sometimes, and it can take time to do, but it's like, all right, we're either going to do something about this or we're going to release it. And I know I use that practice all the time. And it really helps to just make a decision because I feel like so often when we're in a stress state, we're like, do I do this or do I do that? And it's just swirling around in our brains versus, all right, we're going to make a decision one way or another. And then it's either off our plates or we've, you know, paid someone else to do it. And that creates more space in our minds, right. Which helps to reduce stress thereby. Um, and I'm definitely going to put 
that whole stress budget chart in the show notes uh, for everybody so they can reference it. Um, but that's just such a good tool because I think that having a visual in front of you to be able to look at all the stressors and then look at what you're going to do to solve it one way or another um, is just a really great way to practice managing your mind. Um, yeah. And, and one last thing, Hannah, sorry to yeah. cut you off on this. Oh, you're fine. That is actually the benefit of that stress budget. Yeah. So that is actually the benefit of stress budget. So, but, um, you know, that would be something that for me, you know, on my end that I recommend that you got, you know, that people out there understand is when you can visually see it on paper, mm-hmm. then, you know, you're golden from that standpoint. So awesome. Awesome. Oh, well, this has been so, so rich and full of awesome information. Um, I guess my, my final question for you, unless there's anything that, you know, you've been itching to talk about that we haven't brought up yet. Like if there's any, any like main golden nugget that you want people to walk away from this conversation with, like even just one little thing that they can take and implement into their lives or just start thinking about what, what would that be? Yeah. So for me, I think for anybody out there that's listening is take time for yourself. Um, You know, I think in the world we live in today where everything's running around, like schedule it, you know, I think that that's the hardest thing because it's not urgent. It's not urgent. It's important, but not urgent. Mm -hmm. We won't go into the kind of the time management matrix today, but we do a whole nother episode on that. (laughs) Oh yeah. But it's not urgent and important or it's not urgent, but it's important. And the problem with things that aren't urgent is that sometimes they fall to the wayside of everything that is urgent and important, which is fires, or you feel like they're fires. And what I've done is I just put in my schedule every day. I plan out, I wake, when I wake up in the morning, I look and go, okay, I need to relax. I need to, you know, take 10 minutes here. I need to take 15 minutes here. What am I going to do at this time? When am I going to go to the gym? When am I going to eat my healthy food? When am I going to do blah, 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 blah. So it's just schedule out your day and just know that you gotta, you gotta have time for yourself. So, yeah. Awesome. Couldn't have said it better myself. Um, and actually I do have one more question. Where can people reach you and connect with you and learn more about what you do and all things stress and business and success and all of that? Yeah. So, I mean, I, um, I have a YouTube channel, Matt Belducci, um, website, mattbelducci.com. Um, and then uh, where I kind of live is on Facebook. So feel free to friend me on there put out some videos typically weekly. I've uh, been in transition over the last month, so I've kind of slowed my role on that, but uh, <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, I'm, I'm excited. Hannah, I appreciate you having me on today. Absolutely. Thank you. And thanks so much guys for tuning in. We will see you next week. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like what you've heard, it would be everything. If you would subscribe to this podcast and leave me a five-star review, it is my goal to spread as much healing energy and education as possible and every little bit helps. So thanks again for listening, and until next time, namaste.